Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Um, welcome to episode 62 of the DBPT podcast. Um, I'm Dave Ballantyne, your host, and thank you for taking the time to check out the episode. Um, it's always appreciated. Um, so today, um, excuse me, shocking. The two things that I've got for you today um, are... The difference between what you can control and what you can't, and we'll go into that one. Um, we're also going to talk a bit about comparison, when it's good, when it's bad, um, and we'll get into that for a little bit. Okay, so we might as well just jump straight into it. Um, we, we tend to focus on outcomes way too much now. I'm a, a very firm believer that you have to measure progress. You have to look at the outcomes and your progress towards them. But it shouldn't be where your focus is most of the time. Now, the, the thing with outcomes is that quite often they come around very slowly, very incrementally. The actions that you take in the gym and in, with your diet and movement and all the rest of it, the, the benefit you get from one single session of training or one day of good eating or one day of good or one night of good sleep or whatever is so tiny and incremental it's it's almost unmeasurable in fact it, it probably is unmeasurable unless you had some very very fancy very high-tech detailed equipment and we quite often get caught up in the fact that you know we've been doing this for five whole days, I've been eating really well, I've been training hard, I've gotten to bed and got a good night's sleep for five whole days and why am I not seeing a result? Five days of accumulated positive benefits from those things that you've been doing is tiny. It's so small that you, you can't measure it. And we tend to put all our hopes on seeing a quick uh outcome that we often end up disappointed um partly because we fail to recognize the time scales that we're working on and partly because we think that be going harder on a daily basis will get there quicker but that's not always true because the harder you go, the harder recovery is. Um, quite often, the more you want to eat because you've been training hard and you need to refuel. And we often end up shooting ourselves in the foot a little bit by going too hard, too all out um, early doors. Um, I, I read a good quote um, recently um, about that same thing. And it basically... I'm just going to see if I can find it because I'll butcher it otherwise. It's in the short term, you're as good as your intensity. In the long term, you're only as good as your consistency. So if you're going so hard at it that you cannot be consistent, then you're not going to see a long-term result, okay? And we have to look at a long-term outcome in terms of our progress. So with that in mind... The things that you can focus on that can make you uh, get the result that you want are things like, what is your training consistency like? 
What is your training intensity like? Because you could be going out and getting really sweaty and all the rest of it, but not actually getting any better at training. Your intensity matters. Intensity is the percentage of your maximum load that you lift on a given exercise. Okay, so um, if you look at it as a kind of a rate of perceived exertion, if you're doing a set of something and you feel like you could do five or six more reps, you're not probably working hard enough. Okay, for your typical training outcomes of increased strength and retention or building of muscle mass. You want to get out to that point where you've got maybe two to three reps left in the tank. Okay, you're not going to complete failure, but you're not leaving a lot left. All right, so chances are you're going to have to lift a little bit heavier. You might have to slow the tempo down to make it harder. You may have to uh, give yourself a harder variation of an exercise. Okay, how consistent are you with that aspect of your fat loss or muscle building goals? Okay, training is the first one. The second one is what is your daily movement like? Are you being consistent in getting out for a good walk um, every day? Or, you know, a, a number of smaller walks if you can't fit it all in, into one go. Are you getting out for three 20-minute walks in a day? Okay, how consistent are you with that? That is something that you can absolutely control. You have to make a bit of time and effort to do it, but you can control it. So you focus your efforts in there. Number two is daily movement. Number three, are you getting at least one serving of fruit and vegetables with each meal? Okay, again, if you're cooking your meals at home, you've got control over that. You can make that a consistent part of your behavior if you put the time and focus into it, okay? Again, we're looking at behaviours you can control rather than outcomes that you can't, okay? So the first one is, are you training consistently at an appropriate intensity? And number two is, are you getting out walking regularly? And our number three is, are you getting a portion of fruit and veg with every meal, at least one portion with every meal, okay? The fourth one, are you getting a serving of protein at every meal? Okay, we're looking at maximizing food volume and minimizing calories, increasing protein. Okay, so you can maximize fat loss and retain as much muscle mass as you can, which is hugely important for all sorts of outcomes. So it might be adding a couple hundred grams of Greek yogurt to your breakfast to give you 20 grams of protein there. It might be adding 100 to 125 grams of meat or fish to your lunch and your dinners. It might be looking at adding supplements in mid-morning and mid-afternoon to help top up your numbers and keep your protein intake at that kind of one and a half grams per kilo of body weight target that you, you want to be looking at. Again, that's something you have control over. Okay, you have a choice as to what you eat, largely. Um, are you making the right can right decisions of that and it doesn't have to be perfect every time okay you need to be get doing that kind of 80 to 90 percent of the time um and it gives you the flexibility to do a lot of other things with other food choices that you make and finally are you being consistent with sleep sleep as we've talked about numerous times is hugely underrated when it comes to health performance and body composition okay getting seven to eight hours of continue of of Good sleep on a consistent basis makes a massive difference to how easy all the other stuff is, okay? Now, again, that is something you have control over, all right? Um, you may not feel that way because your favorite Netflix show is coming on and you want to binge it, but ultimately what is important are, 
is watching that TV show important or is improving your health, your performance and your body composition? Are those the important things to you? If they are, then you will make the time to get more sleep in. Now, it doesn't have to be jumping straight from if you're getting five hours a night now to getting eight hours tomorrow. Um, it can be a gradual thing that you work on. Like maybe you, every week you bring your bedtime forward 15 minutes. Okay, again, incremental changes add up over time. Within four weeks, you're getting an extra hour of sleep. And when you start to realize the benefit that extra hour is giving you, you'll work a little bit harder to get yourself another half hour or another hour until you're getting consistently at least seven hours of good sleep every night, okay? But these are all things that you should be focusing on in order to maximize your outcomes, okay? Now, the outcomes will happen over time, but you don't have any control over how quickly they happen. And the third sort of three outcomes that you typically look at are how quickly are you dropping weight, Okay, you don't have much control over that. Your body, um, it's a very, very smart piece of kit. It adapts to what you do. You have to be super consistent for it to get to a point where it starts to allow fat loss to happen effectively. Okay, now your, your body's not going to trick you. You can't not lose weight because you're not eating enough or anything like that. But it takes time for you to kind of... Uh, we call it breaking the fat loss barrier, okay? You, as you drop calories, you'll see an initial weight loss, but then your body adapts by reducing its output. Um, and a lot of that is subconscious. It makes you less likely to walk. It makes you less likely to take the stairs or be active and all the rest of it. So it starts to slow things down. But that's very minimal. If you're consistent, you'll override that and things will happen, okay? In the same vein, you can control how fast you lose inches um, from your waist, your arms, your legs, your thighs, your hips, whatever, but you can be consistent. You also can't control what happens first. Typically, from what I've seen with the clients I've worked with, is that you lose weight from the extremities in, okay? So you see it first in your arms and your legs, you'll see it through your shoulders, the top of your chest, up towards the top of your thighs and your bum, um, and then the midsection between kind of just above your belly button, and your pelvis are the, the last areas for you to really see uh, significant progress, okay? But if you're consistent, you will get progress. And then you can control how quickly you get into a certain dress size or certain pair of jeans with a certain waist size or certain, certain size. Again, it's consistent application of the things that you can control to the best of your ability that will get you to the point where you get to fit a pair of, certain pair of jeans or you fit a certain dress size or whatever. But remember guys, you cannot control how quickly the outcomes happen, but you can control the efforts that you put in to the behaviors that you can control. Okay, so make that your focus, all right? So moving on from that, uh, this is a conversation I had with a, a client last week and it was about comparisons and when that can be positive and when it can be negative and it's something that we all suffer from we always look at the somebody and doing what we are doing and think well why can't I be there how come they've got it so easy how come they're able to do that and I can't and the way that I tend to think about this is there are times that comparison is really good and there are times where comparison will mess you up 
And the times that will mess you up are the times where you are less content with what you have at that point because you see what someone else has. Okay, you see that person in the gym with the amazing physique um, or lifting a huge amount of weight or running really well and you compare that where that person is in their fitness journey to where you are. And if there's a big discrepancy between those two things, it can be quite debilitating. It can make you feel, well, what's the point? I'm never going to be that good, blah, blah, blah. But what you've got to remember is where comparison is really good is if that person can do it, why can't you? And what are they doing or what have they done that you can replicate to get you closer to where they are? So comparison is bad when you compare where you are in your journey to where someone else is. Where it's really positive is you can look at what they have done in order to get where they are. Now, that's not to say that if you're deadlifting 60 kilos and you want 100 and they're deadlifting 200 kilos, that you try and just ramp up your weight ridiculously. You can't compare their programming in their sessions now with what you're doing, but you can ask them what they've done to get there. You can look at the programming that they've maybe done to get there. You can repeat the steps that they've taken. You're always going to be slightly behind them, but you can catch them up by comparing what your approach is to what their approach was when they were in your position and see what you can change and what you can adapt to make you better. I see it in a business perspective, right? So with me, I've got a reasonable social media following. It's not massive, but it's not tiny. But I look at some people and they've got 10, 100 times the number of followers that I have. And I know that followers don't mean you've got a successful business. There are plenty of people out there with massive followings and terrible businesses. But you kind of start to compare yourself where, with where you are to where they are. And the guy that I'm in the mentorship group with uh, that runs it, you know, he started where I am. He's got 700,000 people following on, on Instagram, right? He did that by consistent work. And I can follow those steps. And I, I'll probably never be as big as that. And I don't really want to be as big as that. But I can follow the steps that he did so that I can put out as much good information as I can to as many people as I can. Um, and that's one of the goals that I have is to help as many people as I can simplify their health and fitness and, and get the best results they can. And if they become clients, they become clients. If they don't, and I can help them anyway, then so be it. I'm happy with that. But it's the same with me and my business plan or you and your fat loss goal or me and my training or, you know, whatever it is, you can look at what someone's done to make themselves some sex, make themselves successful and you can replicate the steps. That's where comparison has value. Don't get caught up in comparing where you are in your journey to someone else and what they are doing, okay? Because your lifestyle, your uh, commitments, your uh, challenges and where your focus is, is completely different to where that other person is, okay? So you have to look at where you are and be content with what you're doing if it's the best that you can, but look for ways that you can improve it. And that's where you use comparison, all right? So just a bit of food for thought. Don't want to go too deep into that. It's only Tuesday, for God's sake. Have a great day. I will be back next week.
Um, if you can, I would love it if you went and left me a review and a rating wherever you get your podcasts. And I will be back next Tuesday. Take it easy.